Hello, my name is Michael McMaster and this is my podcast called An Open Mind, where I try to bring you new ideas, help you, help myself. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yes, I only did one about a week ago and I was sitting here and I'm thinking, because hmm, I've been thinking about some stuff and I've had some things going around me to do with other people and that. So I'm going, hmm, hmm. Maybe I will talk about some things. So, um, you know, I have friends, oddly enough. <laughs> and they're all odd, oddly enough. And, um, <laughs> you know, normal doesn't exist. You know, I used to laugh. People used to show me photographs of their family. I'm thinking, yeah, that's a very nice picture. They've got blue shirts on and khaki pants. But none of you people are normal. So stop trying to look normal. All right. So <laughs> there's no such thing as normal. If you're trying to make your life normal, forget it, right? If you can try to compare yourself towards other people to see how normal you are, forget it, right? Because it doesn't exist. We are all individually unique. We are all individually creative. We're all individually wonderful. And that's what makes life wonderful. You know, imagine if you had all normal food. What's that? I don't know, a potato. Or are we going to eat potatoes for the rest of our life? No. We have diversity in food in that. And it's the diversity that makes things very, very interesting about life, you know, so the diversity in people that you have in your life makes life interesting, you know, and you should embrace the differences. My God, you know, if, if everything was the same, how boring we would be. So you embrace differences in people, situations, everything like that. So my friends around me, they're very different in all ways. Like I really can't say too much about them. <laughs> Because <laughs> other people know who they are. But, um, but they're very, and I love it, you know. I, I learn from them. I learn, you know, because we're so rigid as people. Oh, my God. You know, we're like, you know, goalposts or whatever. It's like, oh, you know, I'm not changing. Like, oh, that's too weird, you know, kind of thing. But it's embracing things that are new that bring new experiences and make us so much richer in life. You know, hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> I am somewhat conservative and in a lot of ways not. But I always just seem to attract the people that seem to look at that conservatism and say, mm, I think I want to turn that on its head in him. Why is that? <laughs> so anyway, so yes, you know, so we have we, we attract people into our lives that actually challenge the core of us. Do you know that? We do. And then we usually sort of, you know, fight back against that. Well, like, you're wrong, you know, or whatever. Or how could you be so, what do they say in this country? So liberal or so conservative. Well, maybe the problem is not them. Maybe the problem's you, right, for being so stuck in a particular way of being. So I wasn't even going to talk about this. But anyway, if somebody comes into your life or a situation comes into your life, and it's challenging you on some level, it's trying to make you grow. Oh my God, what a bizarre idea. Yes, it's trying to make you grow. I have people around me like that. And you know, <laughs> I'm very safe in my cocoon, thank you. <laughs> right? But no. <laughs> Because I like these people and I want to be around them. So I have to go with the challenges of it. I mean, I have one at the present time that's 
you know, I, I don't know, blasted me off to Mars or some damn thing. I don't know. So, yes, yeah, so embrace. That's what's going to come to you. And you, so you're always going to have these kind of situations with people that sort of create some kind of conflict within you, right? But that's the lesson, whatever it might be. Like you might be completely impatient, like some people I know. And so you might have somebody come into your life, like me, <laughs> that's extremely patient and will turn you on your head. Why? To teach you some more patience with things so that you can, you know, I don't know, learn something about life. So this is why the universe sends us these situations to get us out of being stuck and to maybe experience greater joy. And I have said this before. The universe is always pushing joy towards us. But we want to be buried under a rock, right? Oh, can't look out. Might see something I don't like, right? So the universe always brings it to us. I am thankful for the people that I have in my life at the present time because I see it. I see them bring these. You know who I am, right, in listening to this podcast. And I can be quite strong, uh, maybe opinionated. I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, so but these people are like, Jesus, you wouldn't want to run into them, trust me. <laughs> so anyway, they get me to move in certain ways and certain things, you know, but it's brought greater joy to my life because it's made me see things that are beyond where I am at the present time. So you might have a husband, lover, who, who knows what. I don't know, dog, I don't know, a caterpillar, white. Everything is a teacher. Everything is a teacher. So the universe brings things to us that challenge us to bring us to a greater sense of joy. It happens every day. I see it in my life every day. You might be lazy, sitting on the seat, you know, and, you know, you have some new boyfriend, girlfriend who, you know, runs uh, 100 miles in five seconds. <laughs> And so they get you up. No, come on, you got to come walking and do all this. You know, the universe sent that person maybe to make you healthier, to make you feel better. It's a sense of joy. <clears throat> so I could probably go on and on and on, but I'm not. So embrace the differences. Allow differences into your life because it's bringing you something. Don't stay the same. You're missing out. Okay? Very important. Okay, so now I want to talk about something else. So in this uh, wonderful um, mystery of life kind of thing, as once again, people, right? We all have people around us and we all have situations around us and, and all the rest of it. So what do all these things do? They create emotions in us. Everything does. <laughs> I'm looking at this bottle of, uh, hang on, i got to get it. <laughs> oh, it's called Nesquik. <laughs> so I'm looking at it and I'm going, hmm. And I notice I have this emotion of like happiness, right? Why? Because it's chocolate and I'm probably going to drink it later, right? So it, it creates this emotion of happiness, right? So everything around us in different ways, in different um, amplifications, creates emotions, People create emotions in us. Okay, I like that person. Uh, I'm not exactly keen on that one. Right? So they're all kind of emotions. 
and we have emotions in situations, whether it might be breakup of relationships, whether it might be death, whether it might be whatever. So our whole life every day is filled with emotion, whether we like it or not. But I do know some people who are zombies. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they don't exactly feel the same way as a lot of us do. But our life every day is filled with emotion. And those emotions we judge, this is a good emotion, this is a bad emotion, but they all affect us in different ways. Now, me being me, right? The emotions are like weather. Now, I, get, I, I look at what you download, you know, and the emails I get. And in many ways, people are searching for two things, happiness and peace. Because really, a lot of what I talk about here is around about ways in finding those things. Our natural state of being is happiness. Our natural state of being is peace. What gets in the way? Emotions, right? Emotions are like the weather. Now, I can look out my window here that I cleaned, <laughs> and it's sunny. That creates sort of like a good emotion in a lot of people. Now, but weather has weather patterns, right? There can be cloudiness, rain, all different kinds of things. The weather represents our emotions in a lot of way. What we don't understand is that the universe in so many ways represents itself in so many ways and, and who we are. You know, I don't want to get into that. But anyway, so our emotions are like the weather. But what does the weather do? It comes and goes. Our emotions come and go at the same time. Like we could be, you know, feeling down over something. And then, you know, 20 minutes later or an hour later, it's gone. It's like the weather. It's like a dark cloud going over. Right? It can be raining. And you see? And I wanted to use this as a metaphor because I thought maybe this could help some people. It could help me. Now, so weather moves and changes the same way as our emotions move and change. But what we have a tendency to do, which is the worst thing that you can do, is to actually act from your emotions. Because if you're angry, you're going to act from that emotion. And you might say something to somebody or, you know, whatever, you know, I don't know, starve the dog or something, I don't know, right? And then that has an effect. But what happens? The emotion moves away, like the weather, like the clouds. But you've created some damaging effect. You see? I've said before is that one thing that I do somewhat successfully is I allow emotions to flow through me. So what happens then is that I can look at a situation and go, hmm, I can see the clarity of this because I'm not clouded by emotions or judgment. And it's wonderful because I get to see the truth in situations because, you know, if I... <laughs> if you know, if somebody does something to me and I get angry, I want to do something angry back towards them. Like, it's like I want to equalize it out, you know, balance it out, right? So that I feel good. Okay, you made me feel bad. I'm going to make you feel bad. Then I feel good. 
<clears throat> that's the worst thing you can do that is so damaging. But I have learned to sort of stand back. Imagine, you know, I don't know, my balcony out here. It's like standing on the balcony and watching the weather go by. That's how I see my emotions. So I let them come. Okay, I don't like this. And I watch it. Okay, it's gone. And do you see? That's how you find, well, one way. That's how you find peace and happiness. By understanding that. Now, it's not like you become dead. You just become an observer because you are not the weather. Like you, you can stand outside and you can watch it go by. Right? Like that. You are the same with your emotions. You can stand there perfectly still and calm and watch the emotions go by. Then you're going to start to realize that you're not your emotions. They're just something that's happening. And it's whether you choose to put yourself in it or not makes the difference. Like, you know, if it's, you know, lightning <laughs> and rain out there and I walk outside and get struck by lightning, well, I choose to step into it. So therefore, what do I do? I suffer the consequences of it. It's the same. If I choose to step into my emotions, I suffer the consequences of it. So I sort of stay, you know, the best way I can in this sort of balanced, somewhat happy state. <laughs> somewhat happy state. Drives of people around me crazy. Because they're like, well, aren't you upset about this or whatever? Um, no, because, and I've said this before too, I don't allow emotions to own me. Because that means that I've given my power away as a person to something. I've given it more power than I have. You see? So we know what emotions do. They can make you ill. We know that stress and things like that can create cancer and all kinds of diseases. And so you have the power to not even let that happen. Remember, the weather, right? So you can stop all of that and live with a sense of peace, you know, a sense of calm, so that you don't have that happen. This is what I try to do. I didn't realize it about my own life, but I have in the last recent years that I've been really searching for like a sense of peace and happiness and just doing what I love to do. And I, find, I found it. And it's so simple. I mean, I've read so many damn books and, and all the rest of it. And I realized, no, it all comes back to me. It all comes back to me. I'm the one that has all the power. So I don't allow situations or people the best way that I can to affect who I am as a person. I maintain the sense of balance. It's so important in life. And like I said the other last week, or whenever it was, if you're going to live, enjoy it. Do not allow other people to own you. With the emotions that they sorry, try to create inside of you for their reasons. So look at your emotions like the weather. They're just going to pass like this. And you can separate yourself out from them like you watch the weather. And you can stand perfectly still in a sense of peace for as long as you like. Mm -hmm. I hope that makes sense to you. So I want to talk about maybe two more things. Okay. Um... You know, I, I learn lessons in life like everybody else does. And uh, I never, 
uh, are really aware of them <laughs> until they sort of happen, you know. And I go, oh my God, you know. I didn't realize that. And um, in some ways, I'm sort of naive to some things. Um, yeah, just let me say it like that. And in the last week and in the last, you know, couple of weeks, whatever, with some of my friends that I have, they, you know, they tell me things. And they say, you know, Michael, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? You know, and it's really interesting to me. Um, and because this is what I want to say, that, you know, compassion, you know, we all have compassion in different ways. And what it might be towards, you know, it can be towards people, it can be towards situations, it can be towards a lot of things, right? And, you know, compassion is a virtue. It's a wonderful, wonderful virtue because it means that you are giving of yourself unselfishly. If you're giving to get something back, that is not compassion, right? <laughs> I don't even know what to call it, but that is not compassion. So to give of yourself, you know, to help another person, to say a kind word to somebody, you know, when you see them, and you can tell that they're down, that is compassion. It is the, the giving of self to help a situation or a purpose. So I sort of look at life I mean, this is how I live. You know, I am somewhat Taoist, Buddhist, whatever. You know, I, I live in those philosophies to a degree. They're not my whole life. But, um, but you know, but in, in sort of how to live and maybe treat other people and, and animals and all like this. So compassion, right? So compassion is a virtue, but it's also a weakness, and the reason why I say that is um, I believe for the longest time that the compassion that I showed towards people or the caring and giving that I showed towards people in how I felt towards them or about them, they felt the same way back towards me. And I believe this for a long time because I had a lot of people in my life for a long time that I interacted with and that, you know, I helped in, you know, in different ways or whatever. And so I thought it was mutual until some things happened and I realized this is not true. I was shocked thinking, and then I realized something. And in talking to my couple of friends this last two weeks, I, I, I sort of helped them realize something. Just because you, as a person, a caring, giving person, gives to other people in your life, or people you don't know, it's not necessarily believable that they feel the same way back towards you. Do you see? So, I don't even know how to say this. So when you give to someone, compassion-wise, you just have to give it. But don't expect anything, anything back or anything. Nothing. Because, I mean, I've had people tell me this in the last two weeks because it's been going through my head. Like, oh, you know, I thought this person was going to be there for me. And when I really needed them, they weren't there. And I'm going, yes, because you believe that they are the same as you. 
and you know how compassionate you are or how caring you are, but then you found out, no, they had an agenda. And a lot of people are like that. They have agendas. And I, I used to start to see it in some of the people that I had around me. And I'd go, no, this can't be true. I mean, they care about me the same way I care about them. That is a fallacy. It's, it's one of the hardest lessons that I've had to learn in life about people. And I don't like it. You know, I, I want everybody to be caring. Like, you know, I'm caring. I mean, I, I care about all you people who listen to this podcast because I try to give you, you know, the best information I can give you, you know, to help you. And you're, you people are all over the world. <laughs> I don't even know you. <laughs> but anyway, so it's it's been such a shock to me and to my two friends, you know, and these, you know, what's weird. It's not people that, you know, you only met like six months ago. With some of my people that I know, they're people that they've known for decades. And in my case, it's people that I knew for decades. And maybe three years, four years or whatever. Be aware. You know what I was talking about emotions before. Protect your emotions. It's a sad statement on society. It's a sad statement on life that we even have to think about this, let alone talk about it, right? So remember, compassion is a virtue. If you have that, give it, give it freely. But remember, it's a weakness because you can be giving into situations where you feel that this person is the same or reciprocate and it doesn't happen. What happens? You're devastated by it. Do you see? Because you believe that that person would give the same back. I know all of you know this. So when you give in a relationship or when you give in you know, a friendship or whatever, give from you. Don't, I don't want to say don't believe that the other person has the same intentions back. Don't think that. Just give from you and know that you're doing the right thing. Whatever they do, they do, based upon whatever. You know, we become so good at playing games and trying to get what we want. People do it all the time. I mean, I see it in my own life. I have people who play these games with me. They don't realize I can see it to get what they want, but they're masters at it, right? So compassion is a virtue, compassion is a weakness. Give from the virtue side of compassion. But don't necessarily believe that everybody has the same thought towards you as you have towards them. You know what I'm talking about. All right, so what else here, Michael? Uh, nothing. I think that's about it. All right, so this is my podcast for this week. <laughs> Maybe next week there'll be another one. So I thank you for your emails. Um, I mean, I live in gratitude that I have the opportunity to do this. And I live in gratitude for all the wonderful comments that I get and all the different people around the world who listen to this where I hope that in some way it helps you in some way because that is my intention. All right. Thank you.